Hello, useless eaters. Incredible how everybody went from submersible experts to geopolitical war strategy experts over the weekend like that. <laughs> What's up, guys? Good to see you. Hey, thanks to all you that tuned into my locals live stream yesterday morning, Sunday mornings. I'm going to be doing those every Sunday uh, from now on. So if you're bored Sunday mornings, go follow me on locals, hang out during my live streams, chat with you, shoot the shit with you, have a good time. So in tonight's show, topics include a wonderful gaffe from Biden. This might be one of his best gaffes yet. Saying the quiet part out loud, Freudian slip earpiece in his ear going haywire who the heck knows but good god <laughs> i'll show you i guess this gaff was from last week but uh, it's just circulating on social media today and it's a it's a good one it's so good in fact that it's in the white house transcripts holy shit and it's even better than the one where biden said yeah we have the best Voter fraud organization in history. <laughs> I, I, I may be a white boy, but I'm not stupid. It's better than that one. Uh, we will talk about the whole Russia coup, civil war that didn't happen. Yeah, I don't know. I was off the internet for a few hours and this whole thing like exploded and blew over by the time I logged on. I didn't even know what happened. And probably a good thing too, because pretty much everybody was wrong everybody was wrong <laughs> especially especially the mainstream media and wikipedia and all those clowns glorious they went from loving this wagner group to hating them to loving them to hating them in like three hours oh what else pride month yeah there was some real weird pride celebrations over the weekend in some major cities and Dudes letting their twigs and berries hang out, flop around in front of kids. Weird chance, like, good God. They don't like to be called groomers, but then they do this shit. And it's like, hey, <laughs> do it to yourself. And a few other things, too. So, what's up, guys? Glad to have you here. Rumble, DLive, Foxhole, and Kick.com for the live streams. And let's go ahead and get into it. So, real quick, I want to thank the sponsor of this channel, Virtual Shield, whether you're trying to surf websites that are blocked in your area, keep your data safe and encrypted when you're surfing the web, or block the prying eyes from governments and websites from tracking your internet usage, a virtual private network is going to help you with all those things, and Virtual Shield's an awesome VPN for super cheap, just a few bucks a month, and you can use the link in the description below to get that deal, set it up on all the devices you use to surf the web with. It's really, really easy. Just download their app on your tablet, your phone, your computer, and it will encrypt your data. So go check them out. Link will be in the description below. So let's check out that Biden gaffe. Again, this is from last week when he was meeting with Indian Prime Minister Modi. And you can see Biden there sitting at the table with all the dignitaries. Listen to what he had to say. I was just thinking, uh, uh, the, anyway, I started off without you. And I sold a lot of state secrets and a lot of very important things. What was that? And I sold a lot of state secrets and a lot of very important things. That we and they laugh. Are we supposed to laugh at that? Look at, look at the look that Modi's giving him, like, English, not my first language, but what he say? Do, is he supposed to say that? Look at this. It's even in the White House transcripts on wh.gov. President Biden. <laughs> Imagine being the transcriber for Biden. <laughs> Probably why we have so many dashes and commas in this. Okay, we. I was just thinking the... Anyway, I started off without you and... I sold a lot of state secrets and a lot of very important things that we shared. Laughter. Awkward laughter. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> I, I, I may be a white boy, but I'm not stupid. You can't fix stupid. <laughs> Seriously. All the time, I think to myself, 
does the deep state regret their decision of this guy, of swinging the election for this guy? Or you can let the theories run with this one. Was it even their choice? What? What? Why? Why did the deep state choose this guy? Or did the deep state not choose this guy? Seriously. Like, these cabal sociopaths, they're insane. They're, they're psychopaths, sociopaths, but they're not dumb. They're arrogant to all hell, but they're not dumb. So why would they choose this guy? It's a good question. Good question to ponder. Uh, and also, we're hearing some rumor over the weekend that Biden has officially lawyered up after all of these uh, allegations surfacing about the pay-to-play, money laundering, all the tens of millions of dollars he took from the Ukrainians when he was vice president a few years ago. This tweet came from Representative Daryl Issa. Joe Biden is officially lawyered up. This is what a real scandal looks like. Now, I like my rumors. I like my claims with more details and more context. I am not saying he's fake or lying. I mean, it is a representative tweeting this, so it's not like it's coming from some rando clickbait account, but no other details given. So we'll see what comes of it. But there's that. Now on to our Wagner story from over the weekend. So the Wagner Group, if you're unfamiliar, is basically like this paramilitary arm of the Russian government. I don't think it's an official part of like the Russian military, but it is a part of the Russian military. I'm, I'm not exactly familiar with the details, but they're like a separate but not paramilitary arm that's usually closely aligned with Putin and Putin's interests. And they're, they're like 50,000 members strong around there. The Wagner boss, this guy, I'm not even going to try to pronounce his name. I'll give it a shot. Prigozhin. That wasn't bad. Prigozhin. He's kind of crazy. He's kind of freaking nutso. And he was, I guess, the rumors were having it that he was going to, that he was turning on Putin and he was going to send a bunch of his Wagner group to invade Moscow. I mean, that's what the Western media was saying, right? And anytime I hear shit from the mainstream media, any Western media, could, could be European media, BBC and all them, or anything from America. Here's the thing about Putin. He is a master military strategist, master counterintelligence expert, and Putin knows the art of war. One of the art of war uh, sayings that I think Putin often lives by is appear weak when you're strong. So in the Western media, we always hear these stories about, oh, Putin's, he's weak, he's losing the military, he's getting his ass kicked, Ukraine's winning, all this sort of shit. And I'm just like, oh, that's, that's probably, that's probably disinfo. Russians playing them for stupid so they can do whatever. Um, There's a bunch of theories that came out about this whole Wagner coup that wasn't a coup. I don't know. They could all be part true. They could all have elements of truth to it. This is a good article from the Gateway Pundit analyzing it. What happened? Was it personal beef between Putin and the Wagner boss? Was the Wagner boss, Prigozhin, a CIA stooge bent on deposing Putin? Or was it a grand Russian psyop to transfer mercenaries right to Kiev's doorstep in Ukraine within striking distance? Eh, it could be a little of all of them. I'm leaning towards this one, the Russian psyop to just conveniently transfer all the Wagner mercenaries to strategic locations under the cover of, oh, it's a big civil war, and they're beefing. But hey, the dude is pretty crazy. 
Who knows? But <laughs> uh, sure duped. This head fake sure duped a lot of clowns in the mainstream media in the West, which was hilarious to see. And then you got Zelensky here doing what dictators do, giving an interview to the BBC saying that uh, if the war is still going on next year, there is not going to be a presidential election in Ukraine. That's what he said to the BBC. If the war is still going on, there will be no presidential election. Just imagine, imagine if any American president, any, any European prime minister, anybody in the West... Or anywhere. Imagine if Putin tried to do this. Whew. They'd flip shit. But. Is this real life? What is happening here? It's Zelensky. And he wants more American tax money. That's for damn sure. Can we claim him as a dependent on our taxes yet? He just wants more money. All right. Oh, God. Can't tell if that's Phil Godlewski's dick pics leaking on the internet or some weirdo at the Pride Parade in Seattle. Yes, Pride Parade's going Pride Parade's going on in uh oh in all these cities. How much longer do we have of this shit? Oh, just like five days, four or five days. Good. So yeah, it is the last weekend of Pride Month. So hide your kids, hide your wife. They're out in the streets. And they're naked, fully naked men, exposing their wieners. How can riding a bike be comfortable, bro? These uh, these guys probably take the seats off their bikes and then ride their bikes. It's more enjoyable for them that way. But how can that be comfortable? Um, fully naked men expose their genitalia to uh, children at the Pride Parade. Yeah, and even uh, hang out around the water fountain. You can see this is like a water feature somewhere near downtown Seattle. Oh, I remember walking past this thing when I was young and before Seattle was a total shithole when I, when I would go to downtown Seattle now and again. But I haven't been there in years. And this is why. Freaking weirdos. Is that a woman? Like, a? is that a bunch of ladies there with no tops on they got like back fat titties i can't tell which way they're facing oh man women and the dudes fully nude out there this is a... are you not entertained no i'm not i'm sick uh, oh that was in new york city that water feature, eh, they were doing it in Seattle too. Anyway, in New York City, another Pride Parade. <sighs> Coming for your kids, folks. Hide them! children good luck good luck the whole world's that's why we have the second amendment <laughs> chat says harpoon that whale <laughs> yo <laughs> uh, she's gonna end up on a japanese fishing boat in the pacific oh no all right and uh, anyway, Pride Backlash, though. Disney's Star Wars hires a transgender YouTuber for major role in an upcoming TV series, TV rendition of Star Wars. And yeah, apparently, all you need is a YouTube channel and a few thousand subscribers. And as long as you call yourself trans then you're getting that 
inclusion upgrade. That inclusion promotion. Oh my god, Star Wars on Instagram too. Honoring the trans day of visibility. They have new trans non-binary Jedis. Currently featured in Marvel's comic. Huh. Well, uh, Star Wars is going in the shitter. And I imagine that they're going to get boycotted hard. Speaking of boycott, uh, all these new Disney movies, especially all these superhero movies. Box office analyst estimates Disney lost almost $900 million, almost a billion on their last eight movies. Because nobody goes. Nobody goes. <laughs> Shame. And Bud Light. Bud Light apparently has not learned a lesson at all. Uh, first of all, Bud Light here is a sponsor at the Toronto Pride Fest over the weekend. And they got their whole their whole crew running running through. I'm surprised this is a uh, Dodge and not a Ford. Look at that Bud Light official sponsor, Pride Toronto 2023. <laughs> it's funny because this is like a pretty ghetto looking flow. Like they're just having a truck pull a trailer. That indicative of all the freaking money that Bud Light's losing. Can they not afford any better of a float? And then Bud Light returns to Twitter after uh, about two months, over two months of being totally quiet as all of this controversy exploded. Bud Light did not tweet a thing on their official Twitter account for over two months. They returned. And they got ratioed. Ooh. That might be the biggest ratio I've ever seen. Only 2,000 likes and 2,000 retweets. Meanwhile, 27,000 comments. I'm fairly shocked that they even had their comments turned on. Why are you gay? Say goodbye to all these companies. They they are getting boycotted hard. <laughs> oh, and you love to see it. You love to see it. Granted, I hate to see Star Wars going to the shitter, but when I saw Disney buy them years ago, I'm like, oh, okay, that's it. I already know this is going to suck. So, all right. What do we got next? Oh, we got another balloon, folks. We have another balloon over Montana. Last night, this is from one of the uh, state representatives in Montana. Uh, maybe not state. This might be a federal congressman. But one of the politicians out of Montana tweeted this and said, Last night, several people in Dawson County were tracking a balloon flying across eastern Montana at nearly 60,000 feet. He said he contacted the DOD and was informed that they're actually already aware of it. And the DOD told him, due to the size of the balloon and the quote-unquote low probability that it is conducting surveillance, they will not be investigating. Hmm. DOD says they ain't gonna do shit. Because, uh... Low probability. Are you shocked? Uh, nope. Not at all. Let's just let it fly over. Who knows what the hell this thing is. Good job. Good job, Biden. And 
have you seen RFK Jr., Joe Biden's main challenger, in the weight room? Holy shit, dude's jacked. Yo. He is like 70 years old. Granted, I would like to see a full range of motion push up, but he is still 70. All right, just to be honest, that looks like the body, if he's 70 years old, 69 years old, that looks like the body of a dude that does TRT, testosterone replacement therapy. But, but, okay, I'll give it to him. Even if you're on TRT, that still takes a lot of work to get RFK jacked. He's really going for the women's vote here, huh? <laughs> Trying to get them ladies to the ballot box, ain't you, RFK? Yeah. All right. And on the view. On the view. Anna Navarro had this to say about all the scandals with Hunter Biden. All the scandals with Hunter Biden. Listen to this ass coverage here. The Hunter Biden story, the scandal, the this, the that, it's also the story of a father's love. And Joe Biden has never and will never give up on his son, son Hunter, and will never treat him lesser than. And so he is a father first. It's what? That it's also the story of a father's love. A father's love for crack cocaine? A father's love for money? A father's love for Russian hookers? A father's love for attention? What, what, what is it? Holy crap. The view. What an odd thing to say. <laughs> Dude, he's getting out of hand. Seriously, the the these kind of people they need to take a uh, they need to take a submarine ride to go check out the Titanic. That's what they need to do. Just leave us alone. All right, Kevin McCarthy suggesting, insinuating that there might be an impeachment inquiry. To the head of the Department of Justice, Merrick Garland. He tweeted this. When did he tweet this? Yesterday. Kevin McCarthy says, we need to get the facts. And that includes reconciling these clear disparities. U.S. Attorney David Weiss must provide answers to the House Judiciary Committee. If the whistleblower's allegations are true, this will be a significant part of a larger impeachment inquiry into Merrick Garland's weaponization of the DOJ. And this is about those IRS whistleblowers, multiple, that came out and said, yeah, uh, the DOJ didn't let us investigate Hunter Biden's tax mishaps. So, if Joe Biden really did lawyer up, it could be a variety of things that he's lawyering up for, as he should. And now we get to the Department of Homeland Security. This coming out from Just the News, just today... Headline states, Department of Homeland Security outsourced censorship to third parties, then tried to cover it up, according to a House Judiciary GOP report. Which may be quite illegal. Very unconstitutional. This is what Just the News had to say. They, uh, Just the News, which is John Solomon's outlet here, media outlet, they were able to view a report from the House Judiciary Committee that stated that the Department of Homeland Security's Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency, CISA, you remember them from 2020 election time? Oh, what was the guy's name that was heading it? His name escapes me, but this was the organization that came out and said oh yeah the election totally fine we didn't find 
Any problems with it, blah, 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 SISA. Um, anyway, the Department of Homeland Security's SISA agency outsourced its censorship operation to a nonprofit it funded. And that was exposed following a lawsuit by Louisiana and Missouri attorney generals. SISA also wanted to use the Center for Internet Security, which operates the Multi-State Information, Information Sharing and Analysis Center, and the Elections Infrastructure Information Sharing and Analysis Center. Ah, they like their acronyms, huh? Let's see. They found... How they discovered this, they found... 2022 meeting notes from the subcommittee on protecting critical infrastructure from misinformation and disinformation, which was established by SISA's Cybersecurity Advisory Committee. Good God, how many freaking agencies and committees? This is how they hide all this shit. They create just such a overinflated bureaucracy of all these groups and committees and agencies and all that that just... They all don't know shit. Get so obfuscated by how many levels there are. Uh, the notes show that the so-called MDM subcommittee was fully aware of the contemporaneous severe public outcry about the DHS's Disinformation Governance Board that they... Uh, discussed circumventing the First Amendment by outsourcing their censorship activities to third parties. There was a former CIA legal advisor, Suzanne Spaulding, who is now at the Center for Strategic and International Studies, and a uh, another guy, Jeff Hale, who leads SISA's Election Security Initiative. They suggested designating those committees as the clearinghouse for information, blah, blah, blah. So some ex-CIA people and cybersecurity security agency people. Man, what a mess. <laughs> they knew the Ministry of Truth wouldn't fly. You see, this this whole disinformation governance board thing, that, that might have been... One of the real goals behind it is just to see, just as a social experiment, to test the waters and see the public outcry. So then they could figure out other other ways to get around it and see the public's reactions so they could figure out a game plan of how to uh, conduct their censorship going forward. But anyway, good stuff from Just the News there. Let me get on to uh, this from Marjorie Taylor Greene last night. This is a uh, interesting claim, big if true. She tweeted that uh, last night in her D.C. residence, the television turned on by itself and the screen showed someone's laptop trying to connect to the TV. And she says, just for the record, I'm very happy. I don't smoke. I can swim, blah, blah, blah. Obviously insin insinuating that she's not suicidal. Um, yeah, this is why, this is why I don't have a smart TV. The, my TV is like 10 years old, <laughs> 15 years old, something like that. It's, and I have no plans to upgrade it. Got no smart fridge, got no smart nothing. Screw all that shit. Because I don't want people being able to connect to it, man. Uh, so anyway, you take care of yourself, MTG. That's pretty nutso. And last thing here, my climate change. Everything woke turns to shit. New York City. Otherwise known as Gotham City. They're trying to make rules to crack down on wood-fired pizzas. Wood-fired pizza ovens. Their rule is that they have to cut carbon emissions by 75%. Whew! 
Little Italy gonna be pissed at this one. New York's gonna lose lose the Sicilian vote. Don't you dare go for their pizzas. Oh man. Proposed city law targets pollutant spewing colon wood-fired ovens. The New York City Department of Environmental Protection has drafted new rules that would order eateries using wood-fired pizzas to slice carbon emissions by 75%. Oh my god. How dare they? Seriously. And then, uh, speaking of the climate change, but we're talking ESG here, so... Culture war. We're winning the culture war, guys. Bud Light tanking. Target tanking. The backlash is causing these deep state clowns to have to change their narratives. We're winning the narrative war, so they've got to adjust. And uh, the CEO of BlackRock here, Larry Fink, this guy... Larry Fink, CEO of BlackRock, he said he was ashamed to be part of the ESG political debate. At first he said he was ashamed, then he backtracked on his statements in the interview he was doing. But he said that uh, he's not going to use the word ESG because it's been so misused by the far-left and the far right. He's trying to play nonpartisan here. Uh, I, I, I haven't heard anybody on the left call out the ESG. If I'm wrong, please prove me wrong. You let me know in the comments. But uh, it's not like I frequent their content much, so I'm quite ignorant to what they're saying these days. But he doesn't want to use ESG anymore because it's just been so attacked the narratives around it right the preconceived notions about esg so this is a win this is a w so when these guys are scared to use their buzzwords that means we've damaged their narratives enough and they got to switch up a bit oh but he's calling esg what did he call it Con conscious capitalism Where's the quote in here? Yeah, he called it conscientious capitalism. That's what he called it. He said he's not ashamed. He does believe in conscientious capitalism. Yeah, no, it's not that at all. It's a big club, and you ain't in it. Crony capitalism based on Fake science and social engineering. That's what it is. So, all right, guys. Good chat. I'm going to bring some tunes. We can talk for a little bit. We kind of went through those stories pretty quick. So let me bring them up here. And there's the chat. What up, guys? See if I got any shout-outs to give. Thank you, Porpoiseful. I saw you drop some gold pills here. Uh, chat asks, clickbait of the week. Yeah. I have to do one of those this week, huh? Yes, for sure. Been too long. Probably this weekend. Maybe I'll do, like, my Friday stream as a clickbait of the week stream. I like that. We'll have some fun on Friday night. And I'll do, I'll do, I'll do like a pre-recorded video during the day as a substitute for the news, news commentary. Then I'll use my Friday stream for the clickbait of the week stream. I like that idea. I think that's what I'm gonna do. Cause yeah, we gotta talk uh, this Phil Frodlewski controversy. <laughs> Oh my god. <sighs> I 
he got catfished. He got catfished hard. And it appears, from what I understand, that uh, Phil was texting some naughty things on his honeymoon. His honeymoon with his new wife. He was texting naughty things to people who weren't his new wife. That's what it appears. And also, there's some more folks out there calling out like Derek Johnson's bullshit because Derek Johnson just misrepresents stuff all the time. All the time. Misrepresents the military regulations, misrepresents news stories. Uh, yeah. So, it's good. People are stepping up and calling out a lot of these uh, weirdos. But yes, chat. I see that patitude that, uh, yes, there are a lot of clickbait shillers and they're multiplying. They're really multiplying on Twitter. Twitter is where it's bad. And there's just like random ass accounts that'll, uh, yeah, just post the dumbest stuff. There's like probably a whole network of uh, paid shills posting a bunch of clickbait trash on Twitter. It's really bad there. You think I look older than I did last year? I'm gonna go for the goatee. I think I'm gonna start trying to grow out a goatee. <laughs> go for the, uh, go for like a longer beard. We'll see how it fills in. But uh, you know, by the time like summer's ended and it starts getting colder, then it'll be like long enough to. Be nice to expose some Twitter ones. Yes, please. Indeed. <laughs> Rick, you got a lot of hot chicks following you on Twitter? They have to be real. They're as real as those Nigerian princes wanting to send you $5 million. You just got to give them your bank account info, right? FYI, guys, I will never direct message you on Telegram asking you about the coming financial collapse and please send crypto. I'll never do that. People are, are still, uh, those Telegram scammers are still out there in full force and uh, I still get messages from people letting me know about it. Yeah, I, I know. I can't do anything. Nothing I can do about it. Just don't even respond or block them or whatever or mess with them I like to mess with them I'll even get those telegram spammers messaging me they're impersonating me they're using my name in my profile photo and then they message me under my account that has my name and my photo it's like dude don't No QFS update? Sorry, guys. The quantum financial system, it just isn't here yet. So, you know, my latest intel on that. Make sure you guys go donate 10 bucks on my website, though. Then I'll give you the intel. Then I'll give you the intel. How lucrative is that spamming, scamming business? Well... I guess it depends on how good you are at it. Phil Godlewski's got like six houses, so, you know. We call that conscientious capitalism, right? ago Nazara and 19 years ago and 18 years ago and 17 years ago
Yeah, I think last year I got... I got DM'd by some foreign people wanting to run ads on my Telegram channel, and they offered me, like, thousand bucks, two thousand bucks to run, five, to make five posts on Telegram. Something like that. I can't quite remember, but, uh... People definitely sell their channels. They definitely sell out their channels. And I know of people that have have literally sold their channels, handed over the handed over the whole account, taking money for it. So uh, it's the narrative war, it's an information war. Some people are desperate. more interested in fame and money than creating like an honest business or, or you know doing because asking for donations making money doing the work you do it's not it's not a bad thing inherently free market as long as there's an honest exchange of value from both parties it's fine but you know it's the it's the misrepresentation it's the content creators that ask for donations meanwhile their content is full of scams and fake intel and shitty information and there's clearly grifters. But if you find an honest independent journalist that is providing value, whether that value is information or entertainment, then by all means, we need to support those people, right? We need to, those independent journalists need support. Otherwise, you're not gonna have videos to watch or articles to read. So I see sometimes people in the comments, they say, oh, I never donate any money to anybody, no matter who asks. Well, are you not grateful for the content they provide you? Do you think you're entitled to it? Granted, you don't have to donate money. Maybe the least you could do is just like the video, subscribe to the channel, share it around. But we all gotta help in some way. Except the frauds. We don't have to help the frauds. Help them get exposed, maybe. Oh, yo, the med beds. <laughs> med beds. <sighs> yeah, that one is uh, sad, really. I'm all, the whole Nazara thing, quantum financial system thing, is sad because people think they're going to get saved by this thing and they wait and wait and wait. But the Medbeds one is even more sad because people will, you know, their health is like deteriorating and they're waiting to be saved by something. I think the Medbeds are going to get rolled out and cure them of all their ailments. It's just, um, sadly gullible people with weak discernment and um, who aren't in control of their emotions. They're the ones that fall for these conspiracy clickbait narratives. It's a process. It's a process. And I feel for them because I fell for that shit 10, 12 years ago. I fell for the Nazara crap, but uh, you know I was able to pick myself out of it and uh, gain wisdom. <laughs> Luckily, that was ever before I did social media content. But uh, but also that's probably why I'm so adamant against the clickbait because I fell for a bunch of it and I know what it psychologically does to people. And I know how that shit can get weaponized against individuals or the movement, so 
It's fun. Exposing frauds is fun, right? One thing I never fell for was the flat earth bullshit, though. <laughs> Tell you that. You followed me on Facebook when I used the whiteboard? Nice. Thanks, Toby. You've been around a while. OG Illusion Destroyer. That's right. I still use the whiteboard, though. Still use it. Who benefits from the flat earth thing? Uh, the powers that be do? The social engineers of society? Because, good God, people waste an ungodly amount of time on that side up, don't they? They're gonna argue for days. And then, it's a great poison the well psyop. They just inject flat earth into the movement and weaponize that to make it all look dumb. And it's, um, it's like a mind virus too, because it really, People start going down that, it really fucks with their head. And their whole sense of logic and reasoning just starts going haywire. How am I liking Idaho so far? You hear it's boring? <laughs> I guess it depends on your interests. Um, it's okay, pros and cons, like anywhere. People are pretty down to earth around here. You know, I can have I can have edgy, controversial conversations a lot easier around here than I could in Washington. Felt like I had to tiptoe in Washington around different subjects. Um, I like how I can drive 20 minutes down the road and go shooting. I did that over the weekend. You know, it's not boring if you like the Second Amendment. A lot of nature, a lot of backpacking too. Kind of. Kind of. Um, at least in the area I'm at, I don't particularly like the whole suburban sprawl where everything's a development. We got these like cookie cutter homes and HOAs everywhere. I don't really like that, but is what it is. How long have I been here now? About a year. What's that sword behind me? Uh, nothing special, I just think it looks cool. <laughs> I got like two, two swords, the other one's below it. Can you see it? Yeah, it's like down there. I got two swords from my dad, and I just think they look cool, so I hung it on the wall. They're super rusty though. Research, find little hole-in-the-wall towns that are awesome. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of good backpacking in this state. Um, although, I, I found that in Washington, it was easier to find nature closer to you 
because I, I could like walk down the street and find this patch of forest to take a hike through and um but it was tougher to access larger wilderness areas because of all the inlets and water and puget sound and stuff so smaller pieces of nature were easier to find in washington but more larger wilderness areas easier um, in idaho I kind of miss that. I miss like being able to walk down the street and just hike through the forest or something, or go down to the beach. Uh, let's see, NASA, what's the deal? Yeah, everybody focuses on NASA so much. Oh, NASA lies. You can't trust anything from NASA. Uh, let's get, it's a very complicated topic. Can you expound upon that? Or is that like the only thing you're going to say? NASA is a pretty big organization. Who exactly are the liars there? Do, do you even know the name of anybody at NASA? Tell me who the... Tell me who the director of NASA is right now. Can you name it? Um, I mean, here's the thing about that. When it comes to NASA, there, there is data you can get from NASA instruments that is reliable. So when it comes to the like ground level sort of stuff, uh, the basic things. Oh, they've got a satellite up there tracking some solar flares okay you can access the sdo satellite data and it's reliable but when it comes to say big nasa press conferences or the overarching like mainstream science narratives that nasa has promote yeah that's going to be shoddy for sure when it comes to the standard science but that's going to be from any scientific organization right epa fda nasa whatever um And NASA is so compartmentalized too, that there are a lot of good people that work at NASA. They just have, you know, like no idea what the fuck's going on. And they're just brainwashed by standard model science as well, standard model physics. So, um, complex conversation. You know, this is gonna be a, uh, this might ruffle some jimmies, but I do think the moon landings happened. I'm not a moon landing was faked kind of person. But I do think there were fake videos of the moon landing filmed, put out along with bits of real clips to hide what they really found there. And then I mean, when it comes to the space topic, NASA is like the least of my concerns because plus a lot of the like people who focus on NASA don't realize there's dozens of other space agencies out there and then hundreds, if not thousands of amateur astronomers. So I don't know. Uh, but anyway, when it comes to like space programs, NASA is the least of my concerns. I'm far more interested as to what goes on at the defense contractors, Lockheed. Northrop Grumman, Raytheon, Boeing, in conjunction with military programs, Air Force, Navy, Intelligence Community, now Space Force. So, NASA, great, okay, whatever. I want to know what Lockheed's got. What 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 they been doing? What that skunk works do? get too bored come to Vegas <laughs> yeah been to Vegas a couple of times 
Not for party, I was there for a couple of uh, speaking events throughout the years, and that's just not my thing. I'm not a I'm not a crazy clubber. The Lockheed Martin fusion reactor project looked interesting for a bit, but it's gone quiet. Yeah, whatever Lockheed Martin admits publicly. I just asked myself, what's the reason they're admitting this publicly? And how much further along are they in their secret projects, the black project? What's the agenda for them bringing this fusion reactor forward? You also got Bill Gates, China, isn't Jeff Bezos? They're all investing big money into these nuclear fusion reactors. That's gonna be the next big thing to give us unlimited clean energy and solve climate change is nuclear fusion. Meanwhile, nuclear fusion, expensive as shit. And still centralized. You still gotta hook up to a grid, okay? Big problem. But what about those decentralized energy systems? Otherwise known as scalar technology or zero point technology. dare I say even quantum. Yeah, I hate that word though. Quantum. Thanks, Sean Joe. Appreciate these uh those gold pills on Foxhole. Chat says your father-in-law retired from Lockheed Martin. Couldn't talk about a lot of things. Indeed how it goes. Still centralized, burn wood instead. <laughs> Yeah, only so much wood out there though. And wood only grows so fast. And uh, I don't know about you, but I like oxygen. So, uh... That's why we need zero point energy technology. population is going to get to a point where resources are going to become an issue. And if we really want to evolve technologically and consciously, then let's take it up the next step.
No, Jordan, the New World Order will depopulate. At this point, I don't think the New World Order has to do that. All the dumbasses out there, they're just going to depopulate themselves, right? We tried to warn you. We tried. It's their choice at this point. Hey, but when the solar flash comes... guys good chat um any last questions comments concerns complaints send away what doesn't kill us only makes us stronger I don't know, man. Maybe not physically. Maybe mentally, sure, but I don't know. You get your arm cut off. Uh, physically, you might be a little impaired, but at least uh, <laughs> you'll be stronger mentally and physically dealing with, or mentally and spiritually dealing with those challenges, that's for sure. Seems that's what's happening. Survival of the fittest. Fittest is... Subjective, though. Depends on the context of the situation. Now, I like the phrase, survival of the most adaptable, because that takes the nuance out of it. Survival of the most adaptable. But yes, indeed, we are going to get back to that. Might already be on our way back to that right now. The ultra advanced planets are either hiding or have annihilated themselves. We're just getting their signals now. Well, if they're that ultra advanced, then they probably wouldn't annihilate themselves. Or they wouldn't have got to be ultra advanced and you say they're either hiding well maybe they just don't give a shit about us and they could have a neutral mentality to the happenings on this planet or we could be talking about some sort of malevolent evil service to self extraterrestrial culture that you know um, would mess with us. You know, maybe they have some points in history. Or we could t be talking about some sort of uh, benevolent or positive or, you know, civilization that wants to help. And if they wanted to do that, they would probably want to abide by free will laws, laws of the universe, God's laws, so they wouldn't be able to just openly show themselves or come land in your backyard. They would have to let us figure out our own shit. And maybe help in the most subtle ways they could behind the scenes or, or spiritually <laughs> what did the guys with eye of the storm have to say about the comment section of my episode they knew they knew there were a shitload of trolls in that chat and they can tell that uh, those trolls tend to follow me around the internet. And especially when I do any shows on those subjects, UFOs, ETs and all that. Um, oh my God. 
get uh, they get their orders. They get their marching orders to come hit the comment section on my videos. Yeah, right. Survival of the open-minded. Alright guys, I'm out. You have a good night. Thanks for hanging. Thanks for tuning in. I'll see you on Wednesday for the uh, for the next stream. Have a good one, everybody. Take care, and don't sell state secrets. <laughs>